Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Before we dive into this episode, I need to tell you about the newest Skin Grip launch. I don't usually brag about products that much, but when there are genuine companies out there making life with diabetes easier, I really do think that everybody should know about them. Skin Grip just launched their newest Skin Grip Mats collection for the Dexcom G Sits and Freestyle Libre. Not only is this a smaller in size, high performance, and non-frightening option, but let me tell you, it works. I was lucky enough to be able to try them out, and first of all, this thing did not even lift. And the more impressive thing is that I was wearing my Dexcom on my leg at this time. And we all know that that is not always possible. What I really loved about it was that it's really discreet, which I really appreciated. As much as I'm comfortable showing off my diabetes, sometimes I just want my devices to lay low. This new collection is all about Matt's performance, Matt's protection, and Matt's comfort. You can try them out for yourself at skingrip.com using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, to save. Now let's dive into the episode. What is up, Keep 100 Radio? I am so excited today because this past week we had just launched our Keep 100 Journal. So this whole week I have been literally on this high, like a little bit of mentally and a little bit of physically because my blood sugars are quite literally pretty high right now or kind of high right now. So yeah, it's just been a really exciting week. We launched our Keep 100 Diabetes Journal. If you haven't heard the past podcast episode where I talked about it, this is essentially an all-inclusive diabetes journal that is so much more than just your ordinary logbook. So like think about when you used to go to your endocrinologist's office and they would say, hey, keep this blood sugar log, log your blood sugar before you eat, the insulin dose that you took, the carb count, and then what your blood sugar was maybe like two hours later. And then you would go to their office with all of this information um, and literally somehow they would make assumptions to change your insulin settings based on that. And I don't know if it was just me, but like that never quite sat right with me because I was always the person that Yes, I kept that blood sugar log, but I also was making little scribble notes on the sides being like, okay, this is what my activity was. This is, you know, where in my cycle I was, or this was the protein count and like all these other variables that I knew mattered, but I wasn't being taught mattered and I wasn't being taught the impact that they would have on my blood sugars. So I just never had that comprehensive space where I could write out all the different variables based on the scenario that I was going through. So for example, you know, there's one thing of if you're working on your nutrition strategy or on, you know, just your general food intake, but there's also very different scenarios. There are the scenarios where you're going through basal rate testing or carb ratio testing, correction factor testing. You are looking at your exercise strategy or you are, um, you know, trying to figure out insulin sensitivity changes with your cycle if you're a person who menstruates and all these different things. I just never had that space to really work through those patterns. And so finally, you know, we've, we've built Keep 100 over the past over three years now, and we have accumulated so many different resources for our clients. And, you know, I just felt like these were resources that needed to be available for everybody, whether or not they're keeping it 100 member or not. So 
we built a journal with the same logs and the same resources that we give our KP100 members. And now everybody has to, everybody gets to have this space where they can dive deeper. They can go through these pattern management um, and they can really identify strong, true trends and put the data into their decisions. It is so easy to get lost in the anecdotal piece of our diabetes management. Um, you know, trying to remember where were my blood sugars? What trends did I see? What did I do before and after? And I feel like a lot of that in our endocrinologist office gets lost in translation. So when we're trying to explain these patterns and trends, it's just not being translated well. And essentially then we're left with overcompensation in our insulin settings and all around it doesn't serve us and it's not conducive to our blood sugar management. So I am so, so excited. We have over 50 of you who have jumped into the journal. We are just so excited because I really, really believe that this is going to be so crucial to those of you who want to dive in deeper and really get to know your true trends and and patterns and you want to walk into your endocrinologist's office feeling like you can own that conversation and be a partner in those conversations. It's such an integral piece of being empowered by our diagnosis. And so I'm so, so excited. Those are now available on Amazon. It is only $19.99. Literally, our, our team has worked so hard on this, like blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm just so excited for it to be available. I will link it in the show notes so you can grab your copy. And I am just, that is why I'm on such a high this week. But I want to hop on and record an episode tonight because there's been a conversation that was really strong on my mind over the past like 24 hours or so. So last night on our Keep 100 Q&A, there was a conversation that came up around kind of like our mindset and diabetes management. And without, you know, going too far into what exactly was said, the conversation really held around that there are going to be moments in our diabetes management that we don't have control. And in a sense, we can almost expect that from from this diagnosis. We're kind of taught that from the minute we're diagnosed that, you know, diabetes can feel uncontrollable. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like we're really given that narrative. And for the lack of better words, that can happen. There are times where no matter how intentional we are or how much we prepare, things go wrong. Shit hits the fan. Think about all the times where maybe you've had a pump failure or maybe you've taken an injection and you're not sure if you actually got that insulin or the insulin goes bad. There is scenario upon scenario that could happen where no matter if we do our carb counting, if we do our pre-bolus, if we do our best to really prepare for the scenario, that it just doesn't go the way that we want and we are left with either a high blood sugar or a low blood sugar and it can feel pretty defeating at the time. And what I was kind of saying in that conversation was that during those times, mindset is truly all that we have. So yes, of course you can have this strategy. You can have your decision making really optimized and you can lean into those tools. But on the other end of it, if things don't go according to plan and there are things out of our control, we only have our mindset to lean on in those moments. Of course, there's always tools to bring your blood sugar down. We can take the corrections. We can go for the walk. We can hydrate. But what else do we have? 
because our mindset is going to dictate how we respond to those scenarios. So this is going to dictate if we choose to rage bullets or if we choose to give ourselves grace. This is going to dictate whether we take that number personally or if we're able to look at it objectively and able to move on in a positive and intentional way. In that moment, we have nothing else but our mindset. And that was really the intention behind the conversation. And we had gone around and we had just kind of said like, in those moments, what are those tools and those, you know, insulin aside, blood sugar management aside, what are those mindset tools that you lean on? And some people had said, you know, in that time, I choose to kind of disengage and I put my attention elsewhere. I will watch TV or I'll read my book. Other people choose to do more of like a meditation or a breathing exercise. Personally, I love going to tapping, which is one of my favorite tools just to, you know, kind of alleviate the pressure from my body. And, you know, we had all been kind of going through those scenarios. So in this conversation, there was also something else that came up. Somebody had mentioned that during those times when, you know, things just don't go according to plan, blood sugars go high, our insulin goes bad, our pump gives out, there's also that lingering fear of that the more frequent that those high blood sugars happen and the longer that they linger, there's essentially that compound effect. So when we think about the definition of the compound effect, if you look it up on Google, it quite literally reads, um, it refers to how those small changes can compound together to lead to more dramatic results. So she was referring to how this compound effect can lead us to that fear of complications due to our diabetes. And when we think about it, this is a valid point. Yes, we're giving a lot of fear-based narratives in our endocrinologist's office or around our diagnosis, and no, we do not want those to control us, but at the same time, she did offer a really valid point. So while we should offer ourselves grace and compassion in those moments, at what point is there too much grace? I actually had a pretty similar thought when I was at the gym today. So When it comes to working out, I'm actually pretty intuitive. I love strength training and I love getting stronger, but at the same time, I'm very in tune with my body. So with that being said, I really listen to my energy cues. I really listen to my body in terms of showing up. And with that being said, sometimes just showing up is a huge, huge win for me. Like I went to the gym today and I had a whole workout in front of me, but I only got through two of the exercises. And to me, I felt like that was a win because I showed up, I still got something done and I still got to put energy into it. But however, I kind of thought about that if my goal is to gain muscle or my goal is to truly get stronger, at what point is that grace of just showing up actually holding me back? Now, I don't know the full answer to that and I like to think that there truly can be a balance. But as I was reflecting on that situation at the gym today, it also brought up this thought about the conversation that we had last night in that Keep You 100 call. And again, I didn't know quite how to respond to that conversation when it happened, but after sitting on it, I kind of have a better idea. So 
how I'm processing it now is that if we are considering the compound effect of the high blood sugars, so we are considering those lingering stubborn high blood sugars, we are considering the insulin resistance that we might face, we are considering the highs that come from the pump failures or the bad insulin, whatever it may be, shouldn't we also consider the compound effect of the in-range blood sugars? So shouldn't we also consider that compound effect of our ability to get curious about things and that compound effect of our intentionality that we put into our decision-making? Why aren't we considering the compound effect of every time that we count our carbs or every time that we pre-bolus for 15 minutes? And why aren't we considering that compound effect of every time that we put intention and mindfulness into our decisions on a day-to-day basis? Because you've heard it time and time again. We make over 180 decisions every single day. So if we are intentional about even half of those, three quarters, whatever percentage it is for you, that compound effect also adds up. And this also led me down another rabbit hole of a thought. And maybe I'm going on a rant here. But you will find that there will always be people online, whether it be coaches or mentors or doctors or whoever it is, maybe you felt this way in an endocrinologist's office, but you might be posed with the question of, if you really care about your blood sugars, why aren't you making it a priority? Or if your blood sugars aren't where you want it to be, obviously it's not a priority. And this mindset really strikes a chord with me because What if it's not that you're not prioritizing your blood sugars? What if it's the fact that we live in a world or a country where healthcare is not easily accessible and your energy is going into financially making sure that you can afford your insulin? Or maybe your attention is on raising your family and that is your priority right now. Or maybe your priority is simply working on your mental health. The oversimplified conversation of if you care about your blood sugars, this would be your number one priority does not consider you as a human being and it does not consider all the other things that are going on in your life. So this is your reminder that if anybody is telling you or making you feel like you are not doing enough for your diabetes management, This is your reminder that you are doing enough and every conscious decision that you are making is contributing to that compound effect. I believe it was my friend Jiggy Yoon who expressed this quote to me one time and it was that every day your 100% will look very different than the day before. Maybe today your 100% will look like just taking your pre-bolus before your meal Maybe your 100% will look like going to the gym and working on your insulin sensitivity. Maybe the next day, your 100% will simply be the fact that you're wearing your Dutzcom and you're checking your blood sugars. And whatever your 100% is, that is going to be that compound effect. That is going to culminate into those moments of freedom and those moments where you can stay present at the end of the day. So please do not discredit yourself for the work that you are putting in or those micro moments of intentionality and mindfulness and strategy or whatever it has to look like that day. We are all unique. My 100% will look very different than the next. And it is unfair for us to go into the online space or the, the community at whole 
and assume that our 100% will all look the same. So I want this to be a reminder to you that whatever your 100% looks like right now, whatever your moments of intentionality look like, whatever you are doing to add that mindfulness into your diabetes management right now, that is enough. And I just truly, truly believe that there can be a balance in our lives with diabetes and with our blood sugars because living in a world where diabetes is constantly consuming us and that is the only thing that we are considering and the only thing that we are prioritizing, it is not sustainable in the long run. So my goal for you as somebody who listens to this podcast or somebody who just lives with diabetes just in the same way that I do, my goal for you is to be able to coexist with it and be able to have it be something that you can live with and it can come into and mold into these other pieces of your life in a way that feels good and feels balanced and feels flexible. And if nothing else, I really hope that this podcast and the content that we put out supports you in doing that. So this is my hot take on this conversation. I hope that this podcast episode supported you in one way or another. If it did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really means the world to get reviews and let us know what episodes support you the most. And if you really feel like taking it a step further and you want to connect on Instagram, just shoot me a DM. My Instagram handle is at needlesandspoons underscore. I really just love hearing how you are influenced by these episodes or what your biggest takeaways are. And I really just love connecting with everybody in our community. Um, It really just, it means the world. So let's hang out over on Instagram and we will see you on next week's podcast episode.